Welcome one and all to the Woe Pony podcast. Claps for Grace, snaps for Grace. Uh, I once again am on my own. This is Grace Clark recording live from Riverside Radio. The Woe Pony podcast, the legendary, the uh, indisputable brilliance. <laughs> Every week I try to come up with more and more fluff for this introduction and it never works. <laughs> it just makes me come across as really arrogant. But, you know, why not? I'm living my best life. Uh, I'm, I'm you know, bigging myself up. How are you today on this, frankly, kind of cold and miserable Wednesday evening when this is recorded, uh, live at Riverside Studios, as I said, in Battersea. It's raining on and off, according to Google, just having a look in the corner of the screen on my computer. It's uh, Wednesday, the 12th of October, when this is recorded. Uh, I've had a very busy day at my muggle job at work, as it were, and I'm... I'm tired, but I'm excited for another episode, and I'm glad that you're here to join me. Grace Clark here with the Woe Pony podcast for the next hour or so if you're listening live on the radio, and if you're listening on the podcast, it'll be about another 30 minutes or so. Who knows? Every single week, I choose a topic that I gab about, have fun about, or share stories that I've found online that I find shareworthy. Last couple of weeks we had Bridezillas, which was very, very fun. There are some interesting people out there, <laughs> to say the least, who, uh, as I've said repeatedly, I'm unsure if they should get married, but they were. And there we were, uh, reading their stories, hearing some shocking things about people and if you miss those episodes please head back to uh, Spotify, Apple, whatever you want to get your podcast on that's easier for you to listen to. Uh, have a listen to those episodes. Though, did you hear my accent then? <laughs> those episodes, Nancy from Oliver. <laughs> Josh, who used to be my co-host on this podcast, used to always say that I'd be a good Nancy in Oliver Twist, and I don't think he's wrong. Um, God, I'm really feeling myself today. I'm, I'm confident. Yes, so please go back and listen to those episodes, and you can also watch them on YouTube. And look, if you listen to this every week uh, live on the radio, or even if you listen to the podcast version, frankly, why haven't you watched them on YouTube? You get to see what I look like. Do you ever used to listen to the radio when you were younger or even now and you used to think I wonder what that person looks like and you'd guess and then when it was finally revealed when we got social media and you saw what people look like was it not a bit horrific? Sharing that horror with me. <laughs> anyway this week's topic is it's a juicy one. Revenge. <laughs> with um Halloween coming up and seeing as we did Bridezilla's the last couple of weeks, I thought this would be fun. I've found some lovely little juicy petty revenge stories uh, on the web, the internet, and I can't wait to share those with you. I'm gonna 
we're going to go through these. We're going to live through them together. We're going to react together. And let's have a little bit of fun for about an hour or so on this miserable Wednesday evening as we record. For now, I'm just going to play a tune if you're listening on the radio. And if you're listening to the podcast, it will be a great big. Yes, hello and welcome back to the Woe Pony podcast, recording live here at Riverside Radio. Um, if you were listening on the radio, we just had an absolute banger of a tune by Beyonce on her new album. It was Heated from Renaissance, part one, I believe. I believe there's more parts coming out. I might have just made that up. If she doesn't have more parts coming out, then she should, because it's a really good album. And if you haven't listened to the album, I would... Uh, Please, I encourage you. It's a gorgeous album and um, the lyrics at the end I've been trying to learn all week for no reason whatsoever other than there's just something quite satisfying about when you learn lyrics off by heart. Do you not think? Maybe... Maybe that's just me. Anyway, welcome back to the Woe Penny podcast. This is uh, Grace Clark here with you. And this week we're talking revenge. And I'm really excited. I've found some stories. Again, I've not fully read them through. I've just kind of read a brief synopsis because I want to react with you. You know, let's react together. Let's enjoy this ride together. I've even been quite cute, I would say, in I've printed them off. I um, I have this computer here where I can read them off of, but sometimes I find it difficult to see because it's right behind where the microphone is in the studio, um, as you will see on the YouTube channel when you watch this. And I find it a bit difficult to see. And at the end of the day when we record this, you know, it's 7pm now in the studio and um, my little eyes get get strained and I can hardly see and that was a woesome story of why I printed off the stories and um, I even put little highlights on each story so that I could easily visually see when each section uh, finishes and I'm I'm really excited to share some of these stories with you so these are petty revenge stories of uh, something's happened to someone and they've decided to get their own back because why not? I think what also inspired this topic was the at the weekend, if you don't know, my muggle job is at the Royal Albert Hall. And over the weekend, we had Harry Potter in concert. And uh, I believe it was the sixth one. Yes, the, the sixth one of the franchise. And a very interesting question was put to me. Grace, what house are you in? Are you a Gryffindor? Are you a Hufflepuff? I found out over the weekend, my friends, that I'm a Slytherin. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if that's good, if that's bad. Um, I just know that the Slytherins that are in Harry Potter have a bit of a bad rep. So maybe I'm quite vengeful. Hiss, hiss. Not sure. So maybe that inspired my revenge story time. I've got a couple of stories here before we, if you're listening live, before we go to some adverts at the half past and some tunes. And if you're watching uh, on YouTube or listening on the podcast, part one, let's go on to some stories. So this person wrote in to somewhere and said, I was travelling from Edinburgh to London by train and had booked a window seat with a table. I got on the train to find four guys sitting at the table. 
The one in my seat that was clearly marked as booked. <laughs> it does it, it does say as well if you go on uh, one of them Pendolino trains. I don't think those exist anymore, do they? I don't even remember what they're called now. They've they got the little sign on them, haven't they, next to them, so you can't miss it. This guy refused to move as he was with his friends and the train was packed. The ticket collector passed and I asked him for help. He asked the guy to move, but he refused, and somehow that was that. Well, that's quite rude. So what now? I asked. The ticket inspector said, You can find another seat, but I have no power to move him. Only the police can move him, and they will not just turn up to move someone out of a seat. Awkward. There were no seats free in the carriage, and probably not many free on the train, so standing was the only possibility. All the way from Edinburgh to London. Okay. I mean... I'm not sure how long that journey is, but I know it ain't short. If I if I go London to Leicester, which is about an hour-ish, oh, that's nothing. Oh, God, imagine standing up that whole time. The lady then said, <clears throat> excuse me, the lady then said to the ticket inspector, I'm going to take a seat in first class. Yes. Yes, Queen. He said, you can't sit there, you don't have a booking. And she said, well, you could call the police to move me. But apparently they won't turn up to move someone out of a seat. I had a lovely trip with power for my laptop and a wide, comfy seat. Yes! You beauty! I'm really pleased. I'm really pleased. That was a lovely little short, you know, oof, petty revenge. I, I like that. That's a lovely little icebreaker story, I think, of how that is bad. That is, love that. But when I say bad, I mean it in the, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Okay, moving on to the next story. This one is fairly long. Strap in. I can see it's fairly long from my colour coding on my printed sheet. <laughs> This person said, I live in a college dorm, it's American, on an all-female floor. I usually wear a bra when leaving the dorm building, but I'm not going to put a bra on under my shirt just to walk down the hall to the bathroom. I agree. A few days ago, I left my room and walked 10 yards down the hall to the water fountain, refilled my water bottle and went back to my room. I was wearing a white tank top and no bra. There was a small group of people hanging out in the hall outside a few of the rooms, but I didn't think much of it until around half an hour later when I got a knock on the door from one of the girls I'd seen in the hall. She said something to the effect of, hey, so sorry to ask you this, but if you go out into the hall again, could you put a bra on? My... My boyfriend's out there and he was staring a little, so... Okay, okay, okay. I'll give my thoughts after this. I'm super non-confrontational, so I was like, yeah, sure, sorry about that. That's quite an English response really, isn't it? Oh, this is in the States though, isn't it? And for the rest of that night, any time I left my room, I put a bra or a sweater on. Oh, poor lass. And that was the end of it, or so I thought. The next day, my roommate told me she'd overheard the girl telling a few of her friends about the incident while in the bathroom. Ridiculous. She said the girl was making it sound like I'd been purposefully trying to seduce her boyfriend, wearing basically nothing, taking my time at the water fountain, posing the whole works. When she left the bathroom, my roommate said the girl was actually acting it out at the water fountain, pretending to be me. 
Mm-kwe. That night, I passed the girl and some of her friends on the way to brush my teeth. I wasn't wearing a bra. I was in my pyjamas. So you should be. The girl looked pointedly down at my chest and all of them started giggling. This is bullying. This is college. How old are you? Ten? But the last straw was when the entire dorm got an email from the RA yesterday. RA. I don't know what that means. Should we guess? Room association? Yeah, let's just go with that. Saying she'd gotten some anonymous complaints about people dressing inappropriately in the hallways and asking that we all just make sure we're keeping things covered up. God, this is so rude. So here's where I got my petty little revenge. (laughs) She said, I knew that the girl's boyfriend doesn't go to college here. The girl and I were in the same orientation group and chatted a bit back then. I also knew that due to the pandemic, we aren't allowed to have non-student or family guests in the dorms this year. So I used the same anonymous complaint form (laughs) to issue a complaint about people bringing their off-campus boyfriends into our dorm and they are not wearing a mask. Masks are mandatory in the hallways. This morning, the RA uh, requirement association, I don't know, let's make it up, shall we? Emailed again saying that due to anonymous complaints, they'd be enforcing the no off-campus guests rule by checking IDs of unfamiliar guests to make sure they were students from then on. Really, this girl should be thanking me. If she was concerned about her boyfriend seeing the vague outline of my chest in the dorm hallways, she no longer needs to worry. Well, blow me down. That was a good one. Um, I have a lot of points to circle back to in the email thread. So the, the fact that this person felt so insecure about her boyfriend looking at another girl, who is... Dorms are your home. You should be able to dress as comfortably as you want to. If you're that insecure that your boyfriend looked and then you think the way to solve that is to go straight to the girl he looked at, you need to be in a new relationship. That's, this is, that's toxic behaviour. Also, you sound like such a bully. Why would you talk about her behind her back? Uh, Especially if you know of one another, as she says, you went to orientation. I'm English. I don't know what orientation is. Uh, I know that a lot of Americans listen to this podcast more so than English people. Could you please tell me what orientation is? Um, I thought that was something to do with outside and a compass or something. (laughs) That probably sounds so stupid. Um, Yeah, I'm really pleased with... The level of petty, just it, just a gentle touch of revenge there. Just gentle, you know, on the anonymous complaint form. I'd have, I'd have signed it from me with a kiss, you know, just because I don't care. She, she's been rude to you and uh, watch somebody say something to my face. I think that's the thing with revenge. A lot of people, a lot of people won't come up to you face to face if you've got sort of a bit of petty revenge on them because they don't have the backbone do they they don't have the gall the gumption or the audacity that's why i quite enjoy it (laughs) 
Let's go on to one last little story before we move on to some contractually obliged adverts on the radio and uh, some tunes. If you're listening on the radio, if you're watching on YouTube, this is the last one before we go on to the next video. So this person wrote and said, it was a cold winter day setting the scene. Eight inches of snow had fallen the night before. Eight inches? That is a lot of snow, isn't it? Wow. Uh, I drive an... uh, uh, What do they drive? An all-wheel drive SUV. A truck. Okay. So I have no issues getting out. My wife, on the other hand, drives a Prius. I know what that is. (laughs) Which slides with the smallest amount of moisture on the road. My car was down at the time, so we had to take the wife's car. I spent 45 minutes in the freezing cold shoveling the car out. Shoveling... I think they mean shoveling the snow so the car could get out, not shoveling the car out. (laughs) We were gone for an hour, and when we came back, our neighbour had taken the spot I had shoveled. That is so rude. Our apartment complex doesn't have assigned parking, but in the winter, it's understood that if you shovel a spot, it's yours. (laughs) That's quite a good slogan. You shovel the spot, it's yours. So when I saw his car in the spot I had just shoveled, I was pretty annoyed. I went inside and filled two gallon jugs of water. (laughs) I like where this is going. (laughs) I went back out and poured them onto his windshield. Rinse and repeat. I must have poured about 10 gallons of water on his car. Being how cold it was, it was already freezing by the time I poured the last gallon on. (laughs) It sat like that overnight. The next morning I got to watch as he helplessly tried to scrape all of these layers of ice off of his windshield. Don't take my goddamn parking spot. Well, I'm very pleased. <laughs> I'm Clearly I must be a Slytherin because I really, really enjoy these stories like... I I just, some of them are quite creative or they're just a little gentle bit of revenge, a bit of of pettiness, you know, a little bit of payback. And this is what I mean. People, people will never say anything back to you because they're just, they're that ignorant, oblivious that they did it in the first place. It's beautiful. It's lovely. It's just rubbing my hands together. Juicy, juicy, juicy. Um, I very much enjoyed those. Now, if you're listening on Riverside Radio, we're going to go to some ad veltes and then after that we'll have some tunes so I can rest for a bit uh, cough and have uh, a sip of water. And if you're listening on the podcast, we will be a read a book. And welcome back to the World Pony Podcast, recorded live at Riverside Radio in Battersea Park. Uh, if you were listening on the radio just then, we had some beautiful tunage chosen by myself. Uh, just what I was in the mood for today, you know. Bit of JT earlier. I was texting my mum saying, I remember when uh, we used to listen to that when I was younger on the uh, on the CD as it were, on the old album. And uh, she replied saying, yes, that and Madonna. I believe she means the Hung Up album, you know, where she's got the beautiful leotard on. Anywho, uh, thank you for coming back. Grace Clark here on the Woe Pony podcast. And today's topic of the week, today's topic of the week, this week's topic of the week, 
unsure. This episode's topic of the episode... Oh, that's interesting. Maybe I've been saying it the wrong... Regardless, it's revenge. (laughs) I've um, really been exercising that evil laugh for this episode and I've really been enjoying it actually uh, it's it's helped by the fact that I lost my voice a couple of days ago and it's, it's come back now I'm you know resisting the urge to to cough but it's fine we're here we're um, living life and uh, we're, we're having fun I'm having some technical difficulties at the moment uh, everyone okay yeah everyone's fine <laughs> By everyone, I'm literally just talking to myself. Anywho, so revenge. So basically, in part one, just before the adverts on uh, the radio, I was sharing some stories that I'd found on the internet of pettiness. Petty revenge. uh, People that have been irked by friends, family, strangers. And they're getting their back. And we love to see it. And I want to share these stories with you. I mentioned before that I've sort of read the synopsis, the basic outline of these stories. But I haven't actually delved into them too much because I like my reaction to be with you as you watch it to listen or whatever you're doing right now. I've got some more stories here just to finish the evening off. So let's dive in deep. I said in the previous uh, previous part that I printed them off today <laughs> and I feel really organised and geeky if that's what I think geeky is I think we're in trouble first story okay I was out to a movie with my friends last night we come and sit down and I realise pretty soon that this girl in the row behind us oh dear she has her feet up on my friend David's seat oh So David turns around and he says something like, "Uh, do you think you could put your feet down? And I think they said something in response, but I didn't hear it. The feet didn't go down. So I tell David that he should go find an employee and get them to talk to this girl. She was obviously pretty peeved, but begrudgingly, love that word, agrees to put her feet down. After the employee leaves, she puts her feet back up. God, the rudeness of some people. So I get out of my seat, walk up two rows, sit down in the seat directly behind this girl and stick my foot on the back of her chair and push it forward. (laughs) They both turn around and try to say something to me, but I can't really hear them since the movie had started by this point. So I just say, watch the movie. (laughs) I kept my feet there the entire movie. We love to see it. Revenge on behalf of the friend. I mean, you 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 weren't sat with your friend, unless your friend came to join you after you'd done that, but you weren't sat with your friend for the movie, so I'm not sure really who the winners are here. Um, but what is it with people in the cinema and, and feet? You know people take their shoes off in the cinema? Uh, I really don't understand. I like to get comfortable at the cinema, you know, but I wouldn't take my shoes off. Imagine you've got to then get up in a rush if the fire alarm goes off. That's happened before. I've been in the cinema where the fire alarm goes off. Moana, a few years ago. Uh, it was New Year's Eve. You've got to get up and you've got to mess about. You've got to put your shoes back on. No, I didn't do this. I'm just saying that if you had your your shoes off at the time, you got to mess about, lacing them back up, you know, Velcro if you're five. And uh, it's not it's not fun. It's not cute. 
never got to see Moana in the cinema. I've watched it since, you know. Disney Plus is the best thing that's ever happened on planet Earth. Next story. It's another train one, another train one. If you didn't see that in part one, please do. I take the train to work each morning and then again to get home. I like to sit in the quiet carriage because it allows me to think and do a little extra work each day. On the train ride home today, a woman in front of me kept talking on the phone, even after people nicely asked her to be quiet. The conductor also came through and informed her she was on a quiet carriage. The seats we are in have very little support, so someone behind you could push your seat and you'd feel it. Several riders decided it wasn't worth it and switched carriages. Can you believe that that one person has had that much of an effect on so many people? So many people have left and moved to a whole different carriage. It's just the ignorance some people have. On the train ride... Oh, sorry, reading the wrong paragraph. My colour coding hasn't worked, clearly. (laughs) I decided I'd had enough and slouched far enough so that both of my knees were firmly in the back of her seat, pushing fairly hard. She cocked her head round and told me to put my knees down. I closed my eyes and fake slept. (laughs) She got up and moved to a different seat. Mm. There was a person behind her and I guess what he did... Oh, sorry. And guess what he did? Turn the page over, you know. He put his knees to the back of the chair. People started catching on and he chose a seat with no one behind her. Another rider changed seats behind her and she got more knees in the back. (laughs) The conductor came through again and was unaware of our little revenge. She got up and told him that people were putting knees into her back and stalking her to each spot. The conductor put his index finger to his lips and said... Shh, this is a quiet car. (laughs) Even the conductor's in on it after, you know. Oh, that's fun. That's fun, you know. As I was reading it, I was thinking, "Mm, is this true? Because, you know, if she's moving to other places and uh, people are following behind her, that's a bit odd. As, as it got, and, and then she said, oh, no, they're stalking me. I believed it was real. Sorry, I'm just distracted. Because outside the studio, there's lots of flashing lights, and it's really... um. Oh, they've gone now. It was really annoying me. It was really annoying me, and I couldn't concentrate. I'm trying to read about revenge here. I'll get my revenge on the flashes. It's not emergency flashes, I will just say. Can't get revenge on that. That's a bit... Next story. So I decided that I wanted to go and see... A movie today, another movie one. I took the bus and ended up showing up 50 minutes early. Love that. So I was the only one in the theatre for a good 25 minutes, so I took my time picking out my ideal spot. Love that. I decided to go to the bathroom before the movie so I didn't miss anything. On my way back with a soft pretzel in hand, I see a woman with her kids and she's moving all my stuff to a different seat so her and her kids can take my spot. What? Don't touch other people's things. Don't touch other people's things. Oh, I've ruined my piece of paper. The the anger. <laughs> the anger. <laughs> um, I stomach it, grab my stuff and move to a different spot. While I'm sitting there eating my pretzel, I notice her and all of the kids going to the bathroom. I seize the opportunity. I run, grab... <laughs> 
Grab all of their stuff and move it to the seats right in front of the entrance so they'll see it as soon as they walk in. <laughs> I then... Rec- what makes me laugh is that other people would have been in the um, cinema by then and they would have seen someone doing this and just looking at them probably bewildered or shocked, mortified that you're touching another person's stuff, but they don't know. They don't know it's a sprinkle of petty revenge. (laughs) I then reclaim my rightful place in my perfect spot. The lady comes in, she sees her stuff, looks at me, connects the dots, and now has been shooting the occasional glance from the front row and every other spot filled up. (laughs) I love that. For a start, don't touch people's stuff. I, I, you know, I don't care if you, you go in and, and if you're worried about something, you know, someone's left a bag or something, tell someone more important than you that works there. Don't just touch someone's stuff. And also, it doesn't give a very good impression to your children. Touching a stranger's belongings. Moving on. Last story of the evening before I have to go live my best life out in the cold and rain and I'll catch the bus. And... uh Well, I'm just going to go home, actually, today. There's nothing really exciting in my life planned. (laughs) So for the last three weeks, this person said, at least three times a day, I get a scam call from this dude claiming he installed security software on my computer and there's been a breach. Everybody knows the drill. Blah, blah, blah. This guy leaves me three-minute-long voicemails. Voicemails? I've never known scammers to leave voicemails. Am I missing out? Why is no one leaving me voicemails? (laughs) Repeating the same 30 second spiel. Is it spiel or spiel? Spiel or spiel? Over and over. It's annoying. I called the number back a few times saying, hey dude, I know it's a scam, stop calling. And he sassed me really hard. So I thought, hey, I have an idea. (laughs) I kept calling him back and saying nothing. I could hear... I could hear him yelling through the receiver. Once he'd hang up, I'd call right back. Yes, play him at his own game. All in all, I blew up his phone for over an hour. (laughs) I called him back 44 times in one hour. After the last time I called, he was screaming nonsense and said, I'm blocking your number. This is harassment. You will never contact me again. Oh, it's tasty, isn't it? The shoe is on the other foot. Sounds good to me. I got no calls today and usually by 3pm I've gotten at least two calls already. This feels good. Pleased with that for you. That was... That was lovely. You you were... Sca- you were playing people at their own game. You were getting them back at their own little, own little hustle. Love that. That's... Um, that's all my stories today and um no nothing working oh well the uh, the the computers decided to to <laughs> give up on me clearly <laughs> Why does this always happen to me? I wanted to do a cute intro and just go out into the world and live my best life and then leave you with a song. <laughs> no, everything's falling apart. I'm laughing. 
but you're not laughing. Everything's frozen. At least I'm still here, eh? At least I hope I am. <laughs> I'll, I'll do my own little jingle. <laughs> no, anyway, let, we, could, we can do an outro without a jingle. Thank you very much for joining me on the Woe Penny podcast today. I really, really hope that this is going to come back to life in a bit so that we can play some songs if not i'm hoping that the next person will come in and fix it for me because i don't know what's going on but thank you for joining us um please follow the socials uh, at Wopony podcast at grace megan clark on instagram and twitter and tiktok i have tiktok and i don't know how to use it but there's some fun little clips on there we also have the youtube channel yes we're back have a good evening everyone <laughs>